Welcome, Welcome to, to Las Chicas, Chicas del Pod. On this podcast, we get together every week and talk with you, our besties, about any conversations that we might want to have, anything that you bring to us, and just hang out. My name is Samantha, a.k.a. Mexican Chunli. And I'm Amy D. This week, uh, we are going to be talking about something very important in all of our lives. Uh, sometimes we don't really think too much about it, but I feel like lately there's been more of an awareness towards uh, overall health and wellness. Mm -hmm. When we hear health and wellness, we think about like the most basic thing, which would be fitness and, you know, eating properly. Right. But we don't really think about like wellness as a human being and as a mm -hmm. person and how much it entails for us to be well and yeah. to to be nurturing to ourselves to that extent. We've also talked about how depending on our like, circumstances and just like nuestros alcances and and just the situations that we're in in life and the the phase that we're in in life sometimes where we might not feel able to cater to the the well our overall wellness to the extent that we might want to or again we're not really aware of it uh, i actually looked up the definition of health and wellness and health is the state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Wellness is an active process through which people become aware of and make choices toward a more successful experience. Wow. Good God. Had you health ever- Health and wellness. Health and wellness. Health and wellness. It's wild. Yeah. Because it's served to us as a consumer, mm -hmm. right? As these things that we can purchase. Yeah like a vi vitamins a diet uh just you know looking a certain way a faja you know like all kinds of stuff <laughs> a faja and, and all kinds of things that are sold to us as a package that are supposed to improve our quality of life or even just make us appear more successful or well-rounded as individuals yeah without taking into account that there is literal choices that we have to make on a daily basis for our highest and greatest good. Yeah. And that it's more than just physical. I mean, it's a well-rounded individual, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are it's, you well-rounded is the question. They said a successful experience. That shit hit. I mean, that shit really hit. I feel like now as an adult, I can have those and I'm having those a lot more often because I am very intentional about my health and wellness overall. Not yes. just physically, but emotionally, spiritually. Well, and let's talk about it. Uh, so there is definitely a chart that I found that is um, from student health and counseling. And it says there's dimensions of wellness and it's literally a chart and there's eight components to it. Okay. And so the eight components are emotional, occupational, intellectual, environmental, financial social physical and spiritual so let's go one by one that's what i that's what we're talking about that that, that was the concept of this Sheesh. episode because once i saw all those components i was like let's talk about it yeah right so let's start with emotional what about it <laughs> this girl she let's, just said let's start with emotional turn around and just gave me the eye <laughs> let's start with let's start with emotional 
<laughs> okay, let's start. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> okay, so when we think about emotional wellness and emotional well-being, um, and like the definition stated, to have a successful existence, sometimes, or experience. Or, I mean, a successful experience, sometimes we don't realize that emotionally we are not taking care of ourselves emotionally and we are not making decisions that are going to be good for our emotions. And I'll put an example, right? I feel that currently I I feel like I am experiencing life on a different type of level to where I feel uh, free. I feel safe. I feel well. Right. And so for me now for emotional wellness, I cannot allow for things to be in my life that are not going to contribute to my emotional wellness. So when my emotional wellness is being negatively impacted by a source, at that point, I have to evaluate, do I want that source in my life? Ooh. Right? Yeah. And and if, let's say, you're not in a good emotional state, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you aren't, then what are the steps that you're taking towards having a successful experience in your emotional fucking state, bruh. God, she dropped, dropped the mic. She <laughs> dropped the fucking mic because it's, it's crazy. Yeah. No, and it's true. I mean, you said emotional, emotional wellness. And the first thing I thought of was therapy because yes. that's what I have personally needed in order to stay emotionally healthy, right? In order to learn how to, in order to learn how to, navigate through my emotions literally mm-hmm. in order to learn like you said and have discernment to be able to come to the conclusion on whether or not somebody's adding or subtracting from my emotional wellness yeah and wild. that is a big deal because if somebody is subtracting they're obviously not adding anything of value to your emotional wellness and so at that point what's the point of having them around and it takes a lot of valuing yourself, yeah, right, to even evaluating make that decision, yeah, because a lot of times we'll take other people into account before we take ourselves into account, yeah. Um, so I think we kind of, I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we're I mean, overall wellness, um, in the emotional aspect, it's very much a personal thing that you have to realize and come to the awareness of, and then actually make those decisions yeah i mean wellness overall right because we're talking about wellness for ourselves and so even though we are obviously human beings who are in contact with other human beings that does not mean that we take what feels comfortable for them into consideration for what feels good to ourselves yeah we have to put us first in order to then show up for others because if we're not well, we can't really show up in the best way that we are able to for others. So definitely, yes, emotional wellness. Ooh, that's a big one. A lot. I'm going to say most people actually disregard it, disregard emotional wellness. They disregard their feelings. They put them in the back burner and they just go to the gym. Period. Oh, my God. Ooh, I, know that, I know that one hit. But <laughs> but let's let's talk a little bit about um, the next thing on the chart. Uh, I see occupational. So that's uh, work, work, business, work, um, job guess, related, livelihood. Yeah. Job related, job related. Um, so I didn't I wasn't aware that occupational was going to be in 
and wellness and wellness uh besides the fact that you know based on your occupation based on your income you can invest more into your wellness right because we were saying how wellness is very consumer based mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that are sold to us wellness wise but at the same time there are certain treatments and certain things that you can do for yourself to improve your overall health that may not be accessible to you if you have a certain occupation that does not allow for you to spend that money towards, you know, your health, quote unquote, health and wellness. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily see it that way. I feel like that would land more on the financial aspect of the wellness Oh yeah, um, we're not the financial. Yeah, my apologies. You guys. I think the the job related is stress. No, yes, but my point before you interrupted me I'm sorry. kindly was um, more of finding something that you enjoy doing mm -hmm. when it can when it comes to work. So yes, obviously stress, which is also part of the emotional aspect of not being so well, is. Um, It's making sure that you are happy in the environment that you are in in order to continue to show up. You can't show up in a place that consistently is treating you badly. You won't show you could show up, but you won't show up as your best self. And so finding a place that feels safe for you to work in, finding huge. Yeah. Finding a place that you enjoy going to play to right um i think that is more of the of the work occupational yeah because if we talk jobs most people don't like their jobs most people find it stressful to go to their jobs because they don't like certain people at their jobs so everything about occupational is a negative factor so within the negative environment that you may be in how do you find the positive aspects of it and how are you emotionally being nourished for your wellness at the same time because like if we talk about work there's a lot of like stressors that you might encounter and that stuff can really impact your mental health right well it's that's that's where i was going mm -hmm. it's, it's a matter of finding the peace in the storm Right. You know that if your place of work is a storm, a tornado, a volcano, whatever it may be. Right. It's finding that peace or finding those or creating those boundaries that you need to create in order to stay well within yourself, because, you know, you have to show up in order to then get your financial stability in order for them to be able to pay your bills in order to do whatever you need to do. You need to show up to your job to you know, do these things. Now there's a lot of people that find and become entrepreneurs, not that it's easy, but they find other things to do to then work for themselves and not work for somebody else. So it's whatever works for you in that department. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like a couple episodes ago, I mentioned, uh, Maslow's, no sé si le estoy pronunciando bien, but, um, the pyramid of, you know, actualization or, oh, yeah. or, you know, And I feel like this is very similar in that spectrum of, you know, having all these different components that come together and form your quality of life, essentially. Right. There's a huge difference between someone who's passionate about what they do for a living versus this is what I do for work. But I also feel like 
if you have all of your other components met where it's like you have emotional things, you have spiritual things, your environment, your physical, your social, uh, there's ways for, you know, you to be happy in, in or content mm -hmm. even with a career that wasn't necessarily your first choice because you're meeting your other needs. Right. But it's when we neglect everything else and still want to show up for that shitty job that we're like so unhappy in where everything else is also negatively impacted by just that. Yeah. I mean, every area there is connected. To yeah. The overall. Yeah. Wellness of overall. Each other, you know, yeah. Or of ourselves. So we'll move on to intellectual uh, dimension of wellness. Uh, I, I like I mean, I believe in the intellectual aspect because I feel like learning every day and and coming across new knowledge every day is something that keeps us stimulated mentally yeah and a lot of us do need that mental stimulation there's some people who can shut it off and i, I know there's moments where we all shut off our intellect right there's yeah. times where you just want to sit and exist and not really have you know to just think listen to the birds or just chill out you know yeah but i think intellectually especially you know in interpersonal relationships there is something stimulating and well about that and it's also just learning new ways to improve your life overall too mm -hmm. you yeah. know yeah um intellectually i feel that it's important because it involves others mm -hmm. it also involves learning like you said it can involve reading research right like becoming a self-development and becoming a better version of yourself for you and for others and I think that when we invest time in ourselves to learn then we are just better people in society overall your value goes up for as a sure. person because you have like different knowledge and stuff yeah I was also thinking about intellectual And um, learning every day, like you said, like your value goes up, but also I think it keeps your mind sharp, which mm -hmm. would be a wellness aspect because as we age, you know, our brain is not as quick with yeah. it. So I feel like maintaining that learning aspect and like keeping up with intellect and learning new things like that really helps your mind and your brain stay yeah. relevant Yeah, because there's such thing as, you know, different things you could be hit with, like dementia and like all kinds of stuff like that. We can try to improve our quality of life as we age by just staying relevant in that aspect. Yeah, but we can also move on to environmental. Mm, I f yeah, your environment is for sure. <sighs> Lord have mercy. Where you <laughs> where you spend most of your time. Right. Um, I think our environment has a great impact on whether or not we um, even start our day off strong, even start our day off in peace, right? Like I think where we live, what we surround ourselves, the places we surround ourselves with, um, nature has a great impact on us as people, you know, like that's a, that's a big deal. I Me just laying in the park, shit I want to go do that today again you know like me just laying the other day in the park like just literally took off my shirt soaking in the sun physically right like just being in that environment is was recharging I mean 
And I talk about astrology from time to time, right? And uh, I have like strong Venus placements in my chart. And it's something that, that I've accepted within myself. And a lot of times when you come from a lack type of mentality or environment, you are like, no, pues, I don't want to be fresa. Like, I, you know, I'm humble. Like, I'm okay with accepting this for myself, right? Like, this is what I'm able to do for myself and whatever the case is, right? But I've been to the extreme where I've felt like, I have no business living here. I have no business, you know, like this is not on the same vibrational frequency as what I'm on. Yeah. You know, and when you're trying to be overall health and well, Mm -hmm. and you are in an environment that is not conducive towards that, it can make you sick. Yeah. And I've literally experienced it firsthand. Like I was literally somewhere that I didn't want to be like I didn't identify with like any of my environment. And I, I felt very low about it. Yeah. Um, and unhappy and everything else I was taking care of. Right. But I was still not feeling like my highest self because there was that big disconnect between my environment and what type of person I am and the type of like nurture and care that I give to myself and others and just the way that I move, it just was not connecting whatsoever. Yeah. And it definitely impacted my emotional and my physical health. Um, environment is very important. And like you said, it's it is like a president for how the day is going to go. Yeah. Imagine I mean, imagine literally living just say with your parents, just say you still live with your parents and everybody has to wake up right you're waking up for work and they're waking up for work and they wake up in a bad mood what do you think they're going to do they're going to start bickering and that already is impacting your day so it's really coming into the awareness that number one should i still be here living in this environment right number two um what steps can i take to start moving forward away from this environment because you cannot change them you can change where what, you're at what you do yeah. and what you do yeah. so yeah yeah okay so we're moving on to financial which i think is huge a lot of importance placed on financial because it's the way that you live and your quality of life overall right and i do know that the times where we are the most financially challenged it really negatively impacts our health overall because yeah. there's a lot of stress that comes with that. But if your finances are a constant struggle, that's still going to negatively impact your existence. For sure. I mean, debt overall, it's such a stressful factor, mm-hmm. right? Um, how do we get into debt? We get into debt because of the lack of knowledge that we had about finances. How do we start learning about finances by researching? Because unfortunately, it isn't taught in school. Right. But you have to even want to um, do this in order to go through that. Now, well, how do I get financially stable? Okay, well, first, you know that you have to find a job. Right. Oh, well, I have all these bills to pay. Okay, well, what smaller bills can you get rid of and sacrifice for Netflix? Do you really need Netflix? No, you can get rid of ten dollars there a month. Oh, but it's only ten dollars. That's ten dollars that adds up to more things. Apple subscription, Spotify, oh, it's only $10. Do you really need it? No. You know, it's a comfort thing. But when you are really trying to 
figure out your next financial step sometimes you do need to cut out the smaller stuff yeah you know especially when you are in that place of trying to find financial stability and having all of these bills to pay right um it's definitely important and most of us who grew up and and have had debt or have debt at the moment can i'm sure say how stressful it is because now i'm working to pay off my credit card debt and then at that point it's a cycle that continues to go on and how is it that how can i make more money to be able to just pay this like it just becomes an overall like for this one i feel like everything else could be okay but you're still not well because you're so stressed out about the financial aspect of things that you can't even think to be well in all of the other places it just makes me think of for example men they in society a lot of their inherent value is stressed upon financially Mm -hmm. and i just think of the times when there's men for example the father who like drove the tesla off the cliff mm-hmm. you know which I I, story, i'm not but... sure if if it was financial but in those type of situations where the the male figure the male figure of the household feels so negatively impacted by financial burden that they feel the need to you know take their family's livelihood and everything into their hands it can really really mess with you like that's to the extent that it can mess with you like finances and and feeling like overwhelmed by that you know yeah but i also i mean again i have no idea because i don't watch the news i don't look into articles like this i have no idea the motive or the reason as to why this happened but even just the little bit of information you just gave me i don't know if the man was going to therapy but it kind of tells me that he probably wasn't mm-hmm. right so had he been taking care of that of his emotional state he also probably would have communicated to his wife whatever the situation was mm-hmm. but there that wasn't there yeah you know so that's an extreme um example, yeah, it's an extreme example. you know but it's it, it it overall it i can see why with the financial situation if it's not taken care of and that's because i've experienced it myself you truly aren't well because nothing else aligns until you start to align everything little by little literally yeah you know um so let's move on to the social dimension of wellness and it has like tres monitos like social like kind of like friendships and relationships and yeah so like making sure that we have um connections outside of ourselves yes animals i'm just kidding (laughs) i don't want to have i mean it's not even perros i was even talking like yeah yeah, thinking horses birds like turtles like you know i'm not even thinking dogs i feel like dogs are humans (laughs) right um definitely important i mean it is important to have other people you can count on people need people but there's some people that believe otherwise believe otherwise people need people eventually you need but you know why they believe otherwise because of the trauma that they have passed because of trust issues because the people that they had that they thought they could trust because they're primary givers uh caregivers 
um, betrayed them in such ways that they feel they can't trust others, you know, but again, it all ties back to the emotional wellness. Are you, if you're not taking care of you emotionally, therefore not looking for better ways to emotionally feel better, um, because, and, and healing your past trauma, then you socially, you can't even begin to create relationships with people literally just like looking at it visually right now and as you're saying that right because it's all tied in together Together. i mean if you're talking about social your social and your occupational are connected your social and your intellectual are connected your social and your environmental are connected you're exposed to certain people in certain environments right and then social and financial is also connected like like you you mentioned before, it's like usually people are more uh, likely to hang out with people of the same social economic background and that type of thing. So it's crazy how it's all related to each other. And it's like your environmental, imp- you know, each of them impact each other. Yeah. Well, I mean, even with that, what came up to my mind was taking a trip. Yeah. Right. And say I have a certain budget for that trip. I'm going to invite probably somebody who is gonna be willing to spend that much yeah i'm not gonna invite somebody who can barely pay for the plane ticket yeah because at that point then we're not on the same frequency going on that trip yeah you know and so i i see that so we have two more so we're gonna talk about the physical dimension of wellness which is what we think of i feel like mainly what the the one that's put out there the most for sure which is working out you yeah. know, which is making sure you go get active, go out there and move your body. Or if you have any ailments overall, you know, any that's what? ailments. Ailments? Yeah. What like is that? Illnesses or anything like that. Oh, I didn't know that. that I learned <laughs> something new. Ailments. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of going back to what I said in the beginning, you can go to the gym two hours, three hours, twice a day. But if you're not taking care of your mental health and working through your trauma, the gym ain't going to do it. I don't care what anybody says. The way that society is now and the things that we consume, they don't necessarily really cater to our physical wellness. A lot of our habits, our sedentary lifestyle and the processed foods, the sugars and all the stuff that we consume is actually working against our physical wellness. Yeah. So it's almost like they're selling back to us what our natural state should be yeah which is physically well and i read a book called the power of intention and there's a lot of times where we want to lose a certain amount of weight or we feel like personally i experience migraines right and it's something that does negatively impact my life from time to time And uh, one thing that the author uh, talked about is how God created us in a perfect state, Mm -hmm. you know, and how we should in the times that we feel challenged uh, physically, we should kind of have a mantra of I am well and I am like in the perfect state that I was like brought into this world in because a lot of times even just having that mentality it can really really improve your physical state and obviously like having all your actions making choices to a more successful existence like this has said because our beliefs is what it like what we believe and think about is what comes into reality yes so i can see why his mantra about being well can physically 
take away almost your and migraine. help and help yeah. yeah um so then the last one is spiritual mm. and to a lot of people spiritual might not be on the on the front burner of that just because i feel like we all form different ideas of what spiritual or spirituality is and there's a lot of different religions and there's a lot of different beliefs that we all might have and so sometimes people completely detach disregard it from the spiritual aspect because they're maybe like more geared like left brain logical people and they feel like what's here on this earth and what's factual is factual like and that yeah science-based um beliefs that right? and also those people who really grew up in a certain religion and are totally wanting to get out of it and against it they completely disregard spirituality and how religion and spirituality are not the same thing right mm -hmm. but because of the way that they grew up it's almost like well i don't want to have anything to do with nothing yeah you know but just what i see yeah um but for sure having a higher power someone higher than yourself something higher than yourself um i think it's extremely important for sure because like you can get taken down but your higher power cannot okay right. like having faith in something bigger than yourself i think allows you to keep going through the hardship that you may be experiencing in each moment you know um having faith obviously and hope they both go together um and 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 knowing that something better is coming and knowing that the there's, there is a light at the end of the tunnel that you're not going to be stuck in whatever situation you're out you are in this moment mm -hmm. um i think it's really important and for sure it's all connected to the rest of your wellness um I, I share this often and I, I share this again to, you know, to say that yoga is the perfect balance of physical, mental and spiritual health that I have found. Um, not because I don't do anything else spiritually outside of that, but because truly when I'm connected to my body is when I feel the highest, the most connected and to the source. most connected to source. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. And just uh going back to that it's almost like let's say you are experiencing problems with occupational financial um physical mental you know like all these avenues are being challenged at the same time at the same time the spiritual will get you up out of there yeah yeah. The spiritual will drag you by the, like, yank you up out That's of there. That's the one that can get you out the hole yeah. and pick you up. That one's not going with you in gravity. That's the one <laughs> that that you can count your money on that yeah. that's going to give you the, the strength and the power to endure whatever ailments or whatever things that you're experiencing in your life. Yeah. And, you know unfortunately sometimes we disregard it or we we neglect it um and there's moments that we might not even believe in it you know there's times where people's faith is really challenged and and our human condition is to be like why me mm -hmm. or like you know if there's a god then how come like this is happening to me and like why is he allowing this to happen when it's not even like that it's it's basically 
you're going through the human experience and it and, is and, like that and, for them in that moment because that's how they feel yeah of course you know? but it's like you're going through the human experience and a big lesson of it all is to have faith through those times yeah you know that's what really will help you out and i really i i can see how spirituality is a part of the wellness um and when we think about health and wellness i think things such as yoga pilates and meditating and that kind of like breath work all that stuff is incorporated in it for a reason yeah you know, yeah. because it's I think it's a very good tool and it's very impactful when you're able to tap into that. And it kind of helps you be like I mentioned earlier, come into your natural state because your yeah. natural state is not one of fear and stress and and feeling down. You know, as a child, you're like a a defenseless, innocent, you know, soul that's yeah. just here and like, you know, experiencing things. Right. And then through those experiences, you gain your personality or your trauma, your triggers, whatever, and just form a life. Right. Like a, your own life. Um, but before that, like you're still inherently worthy and you're you're whole. Yeah, you're definitely whole. And, and even going back to, you know, the physical aspect of going to the gym, I believe it helps. You know, I do believe that you go to the gym and, and you may be stressed out before going and you go and you show up and, and you, you know, pick up more than you were supposed to because you're letting out your anger and you're letting out whatever stress you have on you in that moment. Does it help? Yeah. But I don't think it erases everything you have gone through. Right. Like I don't think all the trauma that you have endured, maybe in that for the moment it, um, it releases what it needs to release. But I think it's not, the main thing it's in the physical and even physically brain chemistry and mm -hmm. and hormones and endorphins and obviously good endorphins are released when you you do work out and stuff and i've shared with you that i really enjoy working out before going to work because i feel mm -hmm. more energized and i feel good and it's just like an overall good feeling yeah right maybe i can even venture out to say that um, working out, it will help your emotional state mm -hmm. at the moment, but it's just a band-aid. Yeah, it's at because the you're not processing what it is that you're truly experiencing emotionally that is challenging you at the time. Yeah. So and, for long term. And yeah. So long term or even like this says to make the choices for the best human experience. Yeah. Um it's not going to contribute towards you making the best choices for your human experience because like we stated, there's like a whole wheel of things that come together to form that amount of wellness. I mean, and even right now for somebody who may find themselves in a place of how do I start? Like, how, right. how do you start? You know, where do you start first? I think a lot of us start with the physical. Yeah, that's true. I think a lot of us start with the physical and I, I don't even knock it like that because honestly, a lot of us, yes, our body is our physical vessel on this earth, right? We have our soul, we have our, our mind, we have just all 
the things that make us who we are. But I feel like our physical vessel, it's so important to have to a fine tune of because your body really messes with your brain chemistry, really messes with your emotions. You also have a lot or you find a lot of value in your physical or you can place a lot of value in your physical and and even environmentally and socially the way that people treat you mm-hmm. has a lot to do with how you look yeah and how you look a lot of time impacts how you feel about yourself yeah and if you feel good about yourself you're gonna want to make better choices for yourself but if you don't feel good about yourself what motivation do you have to make those good choices towards health and wellness or having a good human experience there's not a lot right because it's like hey i'm down in the dumps like i'm gonna just keep accepting whatever or like you know it's good enough for me right now and like i'm not worthy of more because inherently i don't feel like i'm valuable and so i think physical is a great way to start because even though it's a band-aid over your you know emotional Trauma. trauma or whatever you're dealing with for the moment being, your mood is improved. Yeah. Your metabolism, uh, just the way that you might even carry yourself, how you feel about yourself, that starts improving. But I think it's important not to neglect the other aspects. You know, all I can think about as you're saying this, though, is the person who is in a state of mind where they don't like their body where they don't even like themselves enough to even feel motivated or are in discipline to get up and even walk 30 minutes because they're, I don't see the importance of it or because I'm so deep in a hole that I don't even know how to move, you know? I mean, in, in that case, right, then I would begin with the emotional. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like if you find yourself in that position – You got to begin with the emotional because there's no other way to start because you have to have some type of motivation. And and when you are that deep in the gutter, hell yeah, that shit's hard. Yeah. And for me, like when I first first started working out and, you know, like it was in my early 20s and and a lot of it was fueled through self-hate. I know. Yeah. A lot of it was just like stay on the stairmaster for ten more minutes because you're like you need to you need to sweat the you shit need out. to look good yeah. like you're gonna look good like it's not gonna matter and then as soon as I start getting results what do you get you get validation yeah and once you gain that validation it's addicting mm-hmm. so you're like I'm gonna just keep doing it and what happens is that you take away the focus from all these other areas in your life and you focus just on your physical. And then you're left with a shell that you have to figure out, like, okay, what kind of person am I really? Well, I think that's the reason <laughs> why those of us who have been big growing up, yeah. right? Because I was big. Once I actually lost weight, they like psychologically speaking, I still saw myself in the mirror as big. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what I put on, regardless of what I actually look like, I still had that chubby trauma reaction and action out in the world because I still saw myself as not what I looked like in that moment, but what how I grew up and what I looked like my whole life. Yeah. You know, so I think definitely like the emotional aspect of, of that helped me through it. I'm not saying that exercise is wrong at all <laughs> or like <laughs> just going to the gym is wrong. No, like I'm all for it. You know, I think 
I say it because I have known enough men who just think that by going to the gym, like all of the problems are solved and they forget about the rest of the diagram. And that's and because maybe they don't even know. Yeah. And then but then look at the at the diagram and you think about there's a lot of these things that are neglected in society as things that we should work on and as decisions that we should make for ourselves. Because if we go deep into what society stands for, it's like be a productive member of society, get drunk on the weekends or have distractions, watch um, football games and, and consume and you know spend your money and then go back to work on monday or like you know even if you're running a business it's like you gotta hustle you gotta grind you gotta stay on top of it or like the next person's gonna come and and beat you at whatever it is and it's so easy to go and neglect every other aspect of your life now because i went from the self-hate fueling my fit my fitness uh journey you know what i mean and then to now it's like I do it because it makes me feel inherently feel good. Mm -hmm. And when I inherently feel good, it really helps me overall with my confidence. Yeah. You know, and I it's like I could look exactly the same as I did yesterday. It's like when you go to the gym and you're like, all right, I'm going to hit glutes or whatever. Like and you go, you hit glutes for like what? one session and then you go to the mirror and you're like hell yeah like i'm looking thick as fuck right now yeah you know and you feel sure it's a validation you give yourself you feel i woke up today sore from my glutes yeah and i'm like all right it's working (laughs) yeah and you just feel like or even taking vitamins or doing your gua sha doing like you know lymphatic drainage and just all these things that yes they're consumer based sometimes and yes you know some of it's pseudoscience but it makes you feel good and it makes you value yourself because you're taking all these measures to, you know, help yourself and to be a better person. Yeah. As opposed to when you're neglecting yourself and, and trying to just like feel or not trying to, but just feeling shameful about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even, you know, health and wellness all has to do with how much you value yourself. Yeah. It all ties back to it that. all ties back to your self love. It all yeah. ties back to your value. It all ties back to how you see yourself because how you see yourself is how others will see you. And when you don't take care of yourself physically and in all these other ways, people can tell that you have lack of self-respect and therefore feel that because you don't respect yourself and you don't love yourself, I don't have to do that for you either. So it's all connected. They evaluate. We all evaluate people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Because you see somebody out there, you're going to say something. If they're working, like, remember yesterday we were at the gym and I told you, like, she picks up hella weight, you know, and, like, she she was grinding. And I was like, damn. like She goes hard. Period, you know, and I was all for it. But the same way we see that, we also see the opposite. Yeah. You know, And, and so we all evaluate based on you know what we see people doing for themselves and even then like i was at the gym and i pulled up next to like a heavier set couple guys that were on the treadmill and there was no empty treadmill so i just pulled up and i was like right next to them and they were doing the incline and i was like get it you know like i felt so like even like proud i think because one thing about weight is that it's a visual thing Mm -hmm. it's not something that you necessarily can cover up right Right. and it's something that we all 
make an observation of like whether we do it consciously or subconsciously now it's like whether we judge or we don't judge that's that's the difference in that's on observing ourselves. somebody's yeah. way right um but for me i felt proud because i'm like you are out here doing your thing like you're doing your thing you're keeping up like you giving me a run for my money on the incline treadmill yeah and even though like physically we might perceive somebody as like oh you know they're unhealthy you don't know what where they started or what they have going on within themselves you know because yeah. even then you see skinny people they're not the healthiest sometimes. no Skin, like skinny people that aren't so healthy either can't even run half a mile yeah you know, that's so it's true. not even what you look like. Unfortunately, that's how society has judged, mm -hmm. you know, and, and how we all have judged people in the past. But mm -hmm. looks like there's people running marathons that look heavy set. Yeah. I mean, or, I was in powerlifting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like the beefiest or even strong men. Like they're like the beefiest. They eat so much that, you know, sometimes you don't even see the muscle. But they are in the gym six times a week for like two hours and eating their protein and doing what they got to do for what they consider health and wellness. Right. Yeah. I think we all have our own concept of health and wellness, but I think it's important to realize that there's so many different aspects to it yeah. so that we can really achieve that health and wellness, not just the physical health. Yeah. But even then, since we are on the physical is what we consume. Like you said, preservatives or, you know, processed healthy food. processed foods, chips, ice cream. <laughs> um, <laughs> Talk about my weaknesses right there. Well, because I literally am having that, you know, but I'm OK with that because I I am having a balanced diet. Con moderación. You know, like yeah. everything with moderation is OK. I think when we bottle up our feelings and we're eating the tub of ice cream because we don't want to cry is when. You know, we need to obviously take care of ourselves. And oh, see, that would tie in with the emotional. Yeah. The yeah. emotional impacting your physical, because at that point, if you're uh, emotionally eating. Yeah. And you're, you know, maybe gaining weight or slowing down your metabolism from it. It's it's definitely it's impactful. Yeah. Sheesh. That's wild. <sighs> Primer impacto. <laughs> like, Adelante con las imágenes. Sí. <laughs> That's <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I uh, know. Yeah, I mean, I I I um yeah. This this is good, you guys. I mean, we need to take care of ourselves, you know. Honestly, um maybe this will be for another episode, but even ways of which we talk about a lot, self-love and self-respect, you know, and mm -hmm. I think even when I asked you the question of how does somebody even get started? I think you get started by even if you've ever been to AA, NA, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, Narcotics Anonymous, or even Al-Anon, which is the family members or the enablers of the alcoholics. Oh, my Lord. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, the first step is recognizing. Recognizing. Yeah. The first step is recognizing that there's actually something you got to work towards. You know, I don't want to say that there's something missing, but that you got to work towards. Um, and it's just acceptance, acknowledging that you have to work towards your own wellness and towards your own health. And um, for those of you who are parents is thinking of yourself and also those generations that are coming after you, because as somebody who 
as of this moment still has both of her parents, you know, any day anything can happen. And it can be because of sickness or it can be because somebody got ran over or somebody whatever. But being so present and in tune with wanting to be healthy for me because when I have kids, I want to be able to run with them. I want to be able to take them to places. I want to be able to do and physically, you know, be there for them as well. All right, y'all. <laughs> that is it for this health and wellness. Let us know down below in the comments what you think of it, what you're doing towards your health and wellness. Um, maybe something you can teach us, something that we can see differently or something that you're doing that we may not have done or, or haven't even thought of doing. Please share with us your comments as we love to hear them always. Thank you for being with us another episode. And until the next one, we will see you guys next week.